Hello here, this is Mended Teacups and we're here for our third podcast. Um, we've got our cups of tea and it's a really sunny day where we're sitting. Um, so we hope you're sitting comfortably or driving safely or <laughs> doing the washing up well, possibly with a cup of tea at near at hand. And um, today we're going to talk about socialisation, which is a, the big question that everybody always asks so we'll kick off first of all helen with um as we were chatting beforehand some of some of your thoughts your, initially so the scenario is that you're out and you explain to some passerby that you are home educating your own children and the question comes back oh but what about socialization and the tempting thing to do and a lot of us do is just say well on tuesdays they go to brownies and on thursdays we have a home ed group walk and on sundays they go to sunday school and everybody's happy, the non-home educator is happy, they discovered that your children are socialising. You're happy because you deflected the discussion. But in actual fact, it kind of misses the point. And I suppose this, today's podcast is what the fuller answer might look like mm. if we had time to go through it with everybody who asks. So mm. I think one of the key things I would say is what do you think what do you mean when you say being socialized um lots of people just think having people around them uh, and i think being socialized learning how to get on in society is a lot more than that what would you mm. say yeah i would i think it's what yes and we children will probably be socialized in possibly in different ways either within school or without a school um, yes, but it is. It's you, what you, what I think we would all want as parents, wherever our children are. We want our parent, or we want, or we would like our children to reach. Um, we were just talking about earlier the age of twenty-five, when neurologically they finish developing um, as confident and um, for us, us as Christian parents with a strong faith, um, who they would like to get on with us and with the ability to be able to um, to relate to other people and to um, to be able to give in our our world to be able to give out to the community that they live in and into our world so um yeah so i guess that's sort of the end goal and it's then how how the best way to equip our our children and our teens to be able to do that so how have you found in home ed circles that being socialized works out in practice what would you say for your own children and your your situation mm, okay um, it's quite good because Helen and I um, sort of have diff different situations I think you're saying that mm, you, you yes. have a, a, it's, it's, it's such a lovely home ed group here <laughs> I can say that because I still feel quite you know that we haven't been a part of it for very long and it's just lovely whereas um, where we live um, in a bit more of a rural location so we haven't had that so it's been a bit different for us so it was actually um, one of the one of our major concerns when we took our oldest um, out of reception, reception year, um, our, the school is a very major part of our little little community, and we thought, a, how can we be Christians in this community when we want to we want to be God's salt and light, and and we're not a part of the school, and and how how are we going to how are we going to socialise our children? Um, but actually. It's in fact been the easiest of everything. Um, uh, I think, I, I think sort of ten more than that, ten twelve years on, um, our 
I certainly I've prayed a lot it's something right from the beginning I've prayed a lot about their friends um, I prayed that they would have friends they don't need to have lots and lots of friends but they I think everyone needs a, a few good friends if you look at kind of Jesus he had 12 good friends and of those 12 good friends he had three very very good friends and I think that's quite a good model you don't need hundreds and hundreds of kind of friends and likes on Facebook or Instagram whatever but you do need some good close friends and God has been incredibly faithful with friendships even with our, our youngest we're a family who have just moved who are Christians who have just moved from South Africa to our, our, um, our little town and they don't homeschool but we have the same faith and very similar ways of bringing our kids up so she actually she did homeschool for a short while and um so that's been a real answer to prayer so sometimes it doesn't happen straight away but all our kids have got um good friends locally but um not none of them are homeschooled so that's been a, a generally they're not homeschooled so that's been quite a different journey to go um yeah so that's just been something we've been different with i think the home takes on a, a, a far bigger focus the home is really important that is where the primary socialization i feel for us has has where we've been sort of teaching them and and hopefully trying to model um first of all they they get on with they, they learn with within <laughs> the family with yeah with fam with siblings <laughs> with parents you know we're a very imperfect family they have to they have to learn how to cope with conflict resolution how to how to be kind to each other yeah. you know all those sorts of things but actually when they're not kind to each other because they're normal kids um actually they know underneath there is that deep love mm -hmm. so i think I, that was my, my first thing says i think probably a roundabout say that actually the the, we discovered that the best, the, the primary, the starting point for teaching our children to relate well to other people is the family. That's a really good starting point. Yes, and I think that's definitely a real plus about home education. Mm. My children would have been at school as the next child was born, mm. and I think they've been able to develop much better relationships mm. with each other because they're at home together, and I'm really grateful for that opportunity. Mm. Um, the other thing I've very much felt is that each of my children are naturally would want to socialize slightly differently i've got mm. one more introverted one more extroverted one somewhere in the middle each of them have been able to make friendships and and relationships that are not friendships um but connections maybe we say mm. at their pace and with me beside them to encourage them i've always encouraged them to welcome new people to any home ed groups we've gone to and they haven't always enjoyed being made to do that but I've taught them that regardless of how you feel about someone it's important to behave kindly to them and act kindly towards them and because I've been there supporting them through that I think that's something that they've been able to take on in a way that if they were outside my remit in school that would not have happened in the mm. same way. Mm. I also think that um, the school pattern of being with lots of children your same age is not a sustainable situation. It's not something that you go on. You and I, Molly, are not the same mm. age, mm. and we mm. would not have talked yeah. to each other in school, yeah. and it would have been frowned upon, it, certainly in the school I was on, it, I was at, which was a good school, but the children, you don't mix with other children from other year groups. Um, and I think that my children have been able to 
meet and gather with people of different ages at different times and they are happy to mm. connect with the different ages mm. it's a i feel it's a, a somewhat more realistic view yeah. of being socialized yeah, yeah. getting on those social yeah. groups yeah, no, I definitely, definitely agree with that. It's it's lovely rather than horizontal. It's kind of vertical mm -hmm. um, socialisation, vertical friendships. And um, some of my sons, one of my sons, um, older sons, best friendships is with a, a lad who's the year above him at school and um, um, who's just gone off to uni now. And probably they wouldn't have been such good friends if my son had been at school because they would be in different year groups. Um, mm -hmm. But that's been a really good friendship, certainly for, you know, well, I think for both of them. So I've been really grateful for that. Um, yeah. And I think I think what you're saying about as parents, is, you know, is that you're able to kind of like walk alongside your kids and kind of teach as you go kind of thing about about getting on with people. Yes. Because for some kids, it just it just is natural you know for extroverts i've got so one one very extrovert one actually probably several of them are in fact and um and and it kind of just comes naturally you know yeah. people come into the house and um or come and play or should i take your coat or mm -hmm. you know it just comes very naturally whereas um um it doesn't it doesn't always happen like that we, and it's be and, it, and it's nice to be able to be alongside kids and say you know we've got people coming this evening you know who's going to lay the table and and um who's going to um if you want to get some toys up because it all maybe it's a baby coming do you want to go, go get some baby toys out mm -hmm. and and so i think again ha intentionally having people into our home um i think has been a really important hopefully a really important part of socializing and also when you know when them being able to see when i'm when i get it wrong and when i'm not gracious about it because i've just got too much else to do and <laughs> and it's another meal to cook um and then that's a chance for me to say i'm really sorry that wasn't that wasn't gracious that wasn't uh, that wasn't gracious hospitality yes. <laughs> so um so it's it's real it's it, they they see us with our walks and all you know kids don't yes. they and I, so i think that that's that's part of the learning yes and I regularly say to our children, in, in our family, we this is how we do things. We mm. do welcome people to our home. Mm. And we try, we're not always successful, we try to welcome different kinds of people. Mm. And um, I think that's all part of being socialised. Mm. And obviously families who have children in school can do those things too. Mm. It's, it's not just the home educators who can do that. I think we've just got a bit more scope for doing that because with with our children all day every day yeah people are coming in and out to the house and being able to meet up and like you and i like to be able to pass on any hints and tips we can to people who think yeah. we know a bit more <laughs> than they <laughs> yeah. do so yeah. there's people coming and like you say with different ages of children mm. um, one of my children wouldn't particularly hang out with small babies doesn't think that they're very good at being with small babies but actual fact on a case-by-case -case basis is actually very good at playing with smaller children yes yeah. again that's been something I've been yeah. able to encourage yes yeah I also think there's quite a lot of 18 year old lads out there who've never held a baby yes um, yeah and lots of the the older boys and uh, lots of the boys in the in our home ed group mm. have held and yeah. played with babies and yeah. I think that's a really yeah great definitely. thing for their social development yeah, as well yeah definitely uh, do you want to just say a bit about the sort all the different things that do go on in the homeschool group here oh yes, because there's just loads yes. <laughs> that's yes yeah, so that's the next thing the true thing is that there are social opportunities and yeah. we do sometimes laugh 
the, the, the joke goes, what about socialisation? Yes, it's a really big problem. We don't have time to do any schoolwork. Yes. <laughs> we have yeah. to stay in on purpose. Yeah. There are so many opportunities. And obviously, living in a city, that brings about more opportunities, perhaps, than mm. some people further afield might have. But there are things out there, and you can find people. Um, in our home education group, we have... we've met for many years every Tuesday afternoon uh, over different years that's been in a in a hall and we've done different activities more recently it's been outside for a walk um, near the local river so we have lots of splashing time and climbing up hills and getting plenty of mud lots of time for chatting and playing with mm -hmm. sticks so that's our regular standby meeting we also are behind a local swimming lesson uh, once a week and then we have ad hoc social in social engagements we have gathered together to celebrate book day in world book day um, we've martin celebrated luther martin day. luther king martin luther on the 500th anniversary and apple day, apple we day. we've done a couple yeah. of apple days so that was making apple pies and celebrating the harvest we have other things have we done quite a few different yeah, activities. The, yeah, the things we always come to are the sports because we can't get up to other things where we live. But the sports day, the we sports always day. make a beeline for getting that in our diet because yes. we see lots of friends there, and that is such. How many people tell about how many people come to sports day? I think this year it was there were definitely was about hundred people, yeah. and we meet in a local park, and it's really low key sports. Mm. Um, we kind of roughly mark out a beginning and end of the course and do crazy, crazy stunts. So just. A straightforward running race, but we also have skipping race, potato race, three-legged race, wheelbarrow race. race with the younger and older ones. Yeah, and finish off with welly wanging and yeah. a good tug of war yeah, to end yeah. it all. Uh, we usually have yeah. a dad's race yeah. somewhere in there because yeah. some of the dads are able to come in their lunch hour and meet us. And when it's sunny, it's just great fun. So that's yes, there's a bit of a highlight. So I suppose that those two highlights: the sports day in the summer and the Christmas party yeah. at Christmas time, yeah. when we usually do some sort of scratch nativity and eat food together and enjoy someone telling us the Christmas story again mm. and I think one of the things that I really really noticed coming sort of coming into that with uh, my oldest was 13 I think and um, it's just how again how the ages all relate together and how the older ones help the younger ones and you know and now you know, some of the big boys are kind of 19 even 20 probably aren't yes, they yes. and yet they'll still come back and they like to come certainly for the sports day because um because they'll know they're going to see their mates and and it's it's a really it's a lovely atmosphere it is it is really good fun it's, it's lovely it's yeah good isn't it yeah. In the wider home ed community, there are all sorts of things going on. So they've got pottery lessons and Spanish mm. lessons and uh, climbing sessions. Mm. So there's other things that you can tap into as well. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but yes, the problem is working out which ones to get yes, involved yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And kind of living a bit outside. Um, there are there haven't we we certainly haven't had lots of the the groups but there have always been one or two people that we can kind of meet up with mm -hmm. just as for friendships during the daytime who are homeschool um, and then as Helen said is the sort of like the different the the brownies the scouts and rugby the kind of ballet you know it, all those sorts of things although um, you have to put a cap on those obviously yes. for several various reasons um, and um, uh, but also just simply going out and about every day so 
when the boys start, I used to think, gosh, I must make sure that they see one of their friends every day. So whether that's at Cubs or whether they have a friend round to play or whether it's church or whether it's something. Mm-hmm. I used to think they had to see somebody their age every day because otherwise I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I was failing <laughs> them. And, um, and that gradually, fairly soon, I realised actually that really wasn't essential <laughs> because they, they have, have each other. Yeah, um, and... Um, and and also you, you you go out in the big wide world and yes. so we, we did a huge amount of going out and just going out walking as we'd meet people with you know with all their dogs walking as well and and would go to um we'd go to shops we'd go to museums we did lots and lots of going out and so in a sense certainly when they were younger kind of before pre-gcses you really we really could say the world was their classroom well yes. not the world but our little area of yes. the world <laughs> um so and again that that's that's relating to real life mm. um that is real life which i think is a good way to learn to socialize i think on the whole from what i've seen of homeschooled home educated children this is talking in generalities and not everyone is the same in any circumstance but home educated kids do seem to be more happy to talk mm. to mm. for example the librarian or the museum curator yeah. or the zookeeper yeah um that they're a bit more they just feel more able to and i think again that's a confidence thing mum's right mm. there with them mm. on the whole and they're able to say mummy why is that animal doing that well why don't we ask the zookeeper yeah and equipping them to yes. talk in a very natural way to yeah. somebody who is not definitely not the same age yeah, as them yeah and to glean from their experience yeah yeah and yeah. i've had positive comments back about my children um and uh, who say or pe- people saying oh, i'm really pleased they were able to talk to me about yes, this yeah. and it's not something they necessarily find yeah in all children obviously they don't and i do really want to say there are children who go to school who are good at being social good at socializing and who are not so good at socializing and there are children who do not go to school who are good at socialising yeah. and who are not good at socialising. Yeah. So I think you you do have to bear that in mind. It's characters. That there's it, character well. to yeah, be dealt definitely. with. Yeah. And there may be reasons that you've chosen to homeschool, which are yeah. to do with children's difficulties that they have um, mm. in in a big social situation. Yeah. But even then, I feel those children who have difficulties, if they are at home, mm. they may actually be able to develop their social skills better in that one-to-one environment in that gentle environment in that gradual exposure environment than they may have been able to do in school no i'd agree with that and actually most our our kids generally are fairly um kind of um okay in relation in groups you know some some are absolutely thrive in groups um um but but they've all have that they've all had you know just little problems in the past and like at cubs someone you know being being annoying and nicking their stuff or breaking their things or brownies a bit of meanness going on as girls do and and that's just normal and 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 i kind of think actually even though it hasn't always been very nice for a few weeks while that's been going Mm. on but actually they need to learn that that is that is what the world out there they are going to come across characters that they're not necessarily going to get on with and issues that they need to resolve and it's how the how how they respond to it because that is that is just life and they need to learn how to respond it but it's a far just you use the word gentle i feel it's a far gentler way 
to be able to learn about those things um, when it's for short periods of time and they can come home and they can talk about it and we can have a prayer about it and we can think about okay well well how could you be kind to that person how can we how can yes. we respond to this kind of thing yes. because it's not in their face every day so yeah so yes. I think that's helpful when there are issues which they're bound to be because of course we're all human yes <laughs> yeah yes and uh, my oldest joined a group for a while that it was it was very difficult with the relationships and didn't stay in that group but then when he went to college a little bit later mm. some of those same issues came up again but mm. he was then more able to deal with them yeah and so I'm really pleased that he was able to deal with that in his time yeah wasn't forced to do it yes when yeah. he wasn't really ready yeah no I, I think that's another thing as well you know children don't learn to walk at the same time and they they're not potty trained at the same yeah. time and and I don't think they learn to necessarily to read or do maths at the same time and this, and socialize you know socializing is just another is another area that some of them it'll come really naturally straight away and some it'll yeah. just take longer and actually it, it is I feel it's a real blessing to a that they can just take time with it they can do it in their own time and that's that's really good as well well, I think we've covered a lot yeah. of ground, <laughs> yes. and I hope it's been helpful to some yeah. people listening. And um, I think we'll stop there. I think we'll stop there. Yes. <laughs>